Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. I'm Jeff. I'm Alex. And at long last, you will be hearing the last episode. The last episode. The now, infamous last episode. Now, if, if, if you've been a uh, listener or fan of the podcast uh, for a while, you know what we're talking about. Because we've mentioned, we, I think we mentioned it during our 100th episode extravaganza. We, we mentioned it. Q&As, I think. We, yeah, mentioned, we it. mentioned it a few times here and there. And uh, we've always been reluctant to actually release this episode. But we decided, you know what? Podcast is over. And uh, here's a little why, bonus why, content for you. Yeah, why not? Now, l- let's give some context. So... What you're about to hear is is what was recorded as the second episode of the podcast. So this, right. this was recorded February 2019 at some point. No, no, it's 2020. I think, uh, yeah, because it was uh, during the pandemic we started recording. So right. February 2020, because we had the bright idea because we didn't know anything about podcasting at the time. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> what the hell we're meeting every Wednesday. Just to save time, let's just record two episodes in a row every Wednesday. That sounds like they would record, feasible. you know, once every two weeks, and right. just you know. But what we a big part that we forgot about was the whiskey and beer drinking part, the alcohol, and, and, and I'm pretty sure because so in the, in the same day we recorded the first episode of the podcast and this infamous second episode, right? Right, and. We were nervous. I'd never done podcast before. I'm pretty sure before we even recorded the first episode. We had like a beer or two. Maybe two or three. I don't know. <laughs> um, because we're nervous and we were like build, oh, we building were, up confidence. We right? were so young, Jeff. So young and inexperienced. Also back then when it, when it came to the whiskey review and the whiskey drinking, we were not... Uh, drinking on full tummies. Yeah. And also we were not... Respo- like later on we, we learned, okay, there's a certain amount we can drink during an episode. Right. right? And still be able to talk normally. Like, and- we, we, were, we were pouring them. Yeah. So by the time we finished the first episode and went re- to record this infamous second episode, um, we were already let's, we were buzzed. It's safe to say, yes, on, on the verge of drunk. Oh, absolutely. If, if not full drunk. I remember we finished the second one, and, and I remember looking at you and saying, "Jeff, this is such such a good episode. I cannot believe yeah. how good this came out." And then we listened to it a week later, and we found out it was. Yeah, I, what you're about to hear. I, I went to edit it and uh, I was like, oh no. And I immediately, I sent it to you. I was like, Alex, I don't think we could ever edit it. Like, no, we can't. This no. And then we took what what would have what was supposed to be episode three and we just moved that to episode two. And right. then we just kind of shelved this. Uh, don't even fully know what the topic was. I, it might've been German food, you know, because we were still, those first 10 episodes were very much the basics, right? Right. German food, German uh, toilets, ger- you know, like, uh, yeah. So it was, it was something like that. And um, yeah, the reason we didn't release it, because like we said, we were drunk. And, and we it was were, trash. And we thought it was tra- a trash episode because we were slurring our words, kind of talking over each other. And everything we thought was gold was very bronze. It was not. <laughs> yeah. And I can't even imagine, you know, yeah. Now now with the standards that we have are a bit higher than they used to be as well. So this is, this is going to be a doozy, but you, you all have asked for it. We decided to finally, you know, let it out in the ether. So and this is just for fun, right? Like this is for fun. This is not going to be the highest quality AGDW podcast no. episode you've ever heard. <laughs> so uh, don't judge us. Yeah, this is uh, again. We just started and we were drunk. And of course, before we start, please check out our website, which is new, and it's agdwchannel.com. <laughs> he almost did I almost know. forgot. You know the the memory. For three years, agdwchannel.com and check out our Instagram, which is at Americans.in.Germany.channel. Big, big news. Guys, big, large, <laughs> extravagant. Uh, please, we have a brand new YouTube channel. Come check it out. Links in the description. And uh, 
We're doing a lot of similar things to do here, but in YouTube form, going to be a bit different. You can see our faces. Jeff's a good-looking guy. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, and guys, this is not just a recording of the podcast. These are completely new, new content, but we're covering the, all the cool same Germany, Europe-related stuff, uh, but just YouTube format. So the same old guys, the same old whiskey, but just different format. So check us out on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search AGDW channel, or go to the link in the description. Two things. Please enjoy. And second, uh, I'm sorry. Good, good luck. Here is the, the last episode. Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. I'm Jeff. And I'm Alex. And we're here to talk to you about our experiences of being expats living in Europe. And here we go with episode two. Last time we were talking about basically the reasons why we moved to Germany. Kind of a little introduction to ourselves. Um, but this time we're talking about uh, kind of culture shock differences between the United States and Germany. Uh, but a lot of them apply to Europe in general, I think. Yeah. And I, you know, I felt like last time when we were talking, we really were going off a bit of tangents about different things that we thought when we came here. Sure. So it seems like a natural kind of way to keep going. But Jeff, before we start. The very important thing. The very important thing. Today we're going to be drinking a Glen Levitt. And it's actually like a founder's mark. Ooh. And there's no date of when it was distilled. So who knows? So who knows? But I bought this. 12 years. And it's actually my years. decanter because on this episode, we're being a bit, a little bit lazy. So it's actually on the decanter. So I'm going to pour us one. A little so. bit naughty. I think we might have uh, partaken in this particular whiskey before. But it's been a while. So it's, it's, uh, been a bit. it's almost as if it's the first time. It is. There you go. And with a Glen Levitt, it's almost like every time's the first time. So this is more of a Scotch. This is, well, it's not more of a, this is a this, Scotch. This is a Scotch. It's, it's not, not more Irish. of a Scotch. It it's is, not Irish. It, it is very Scotch. Scotch. Yes. And it's actually one of my it's actually one of my dad's favorites. That's why I bought it. And he's the one who got me into whiskey. So cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Let's get going. All right, let's see what happens. So when we were there. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> <laughs> That's the good stuff, huh? It's good. It's it's very smoking. It, it's, and I, I'm, it, a, I'm a little embarrassed. I just coughed, but um, no, here I, we are. Um, it, no, I, I like it. So we're thinking about, you know, what's the first... When you go to a new country, what is the first thing that you do? Jeff? Um, well, you would land at the airport. Okay, you land at the airport. And then you're like, I'm at the airport. What do I want to do next besides Ooh. get out of the airport? Well, you're... Uh, like probably you're probably gonna be hungry. You're hungry. You're hungry. Yeah. No matter where, if you're traveling an hour, two hours, eight, hours, however long you're traveling, you're gonna try the food. You're, you're try always the food. hungry. Yeah. Always hungry. Yeah. I don't know why. You're, uh, traveling makes you hungry. That's what my girlfriend always tells me. She always makes me like a like a shit ton of sandwiches. And well, when, when I fly from California, it's eleven hour flight just from California to London. They give you one tiny meal. And yeah. that's it. And that's why I was gonna sandwiches before. So over ten hour period. That's so about it. when you're landing, like you want food, so. I was thinking, you know, the first cultural shock I can really think of. Yeah, would be would be food. Would be eating at the at the restaurant, and yeah. and, and not just in terms of you know the type of food because that is a difference as well. I mean, I, I'm from a place where it's seafood, and we're in Berlin now, and there's there's seafood, but it's it's it's, it's, it's not. We, we both come from the from a coast, yeah. And uh, it is hard to come by good shrimp or good fish oh, in man. Berlin, definitely. And when you do. It's been shipped from Spain far away. Northern Germany sometimes. There's some good fish from there. Yeah, you, you can find good fish, sure. Right, but, yeah. you know, 
as soon as I, you I can't frozen, walk down. It's not, it's not fresh. Yeah, yeah, I can't walk down to the to, to, you know the beach restaurant to get fish that was caught that day, no. like an hour before. You can't have that. Not gonna happen. But my biggest cultural uh, shock when I first moved here was actually going to a restaurant, a sit down restaurant, sure, and just eating because. So I was, I was I worked in restaurant business in the states for seven years. You know, I was a bus. I did, I did everything you possibly do except for cook or bartend, pretty much. Oh, good. Thankfully, I avoided working at McDonald's or working anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Fast uh, food related. I didn't do fast food, but I, you know, I well, worked. Pizza. Or no, or we, we, you were at classy. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, it was Greek that. pizza. Oh, sorry. But no disrespect, to people who do work there. Like mm. that's also a fun, if you're working it's a job. It's a tough job. That that's why I said thankfully, just because it is uh, it's rough. End of the day, if you're working a job, you're working a job, and if it's honest pay, you know whatever. I'm not gonna answer that. I don't know. Delete that maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So I remember the first time I came. You know, I went to a sit down restaurant, and. We sat down and we're getting ready to eat. A waiter is not coming to you immediately. And as an American, you expect, hello. Like, I'll, I'll give you my mantra, what I did. I worked at a place called Clam Jammers. That's not a joke. It was called Clam Jammers. And so I come over, hello, my name is Alex. Welcome to Clam Jammers. Can I, uh, can I tell you about our specials or any beers you like on tap? And you just don't get that here. And then, then you're, you're talking about within 10 seconds. Of within 10 down. seconds. Like, like you, you know, you, you've buzzed over to that person. Oh, yeah. And just so everyone knows, in the U.S., when you sit down at a table, there are already glasses of water waiting for you. Oh, in Germany, I miss water. no glasses of water will be brought to you if you ask for it. It is but an if you order. Ask, it'll be, you'll, be, you'll be paying for that water. And it's going to be a small bottle of probably sparkling water right. a glass bottle that's going to cost you three or four euro and if you ask for tap water they look at you like you are insane because yeah. for some reason they don't do tap water someone's literally told me we don't have tap water yeah and i told them like no, no no the sink put the glass under there i want that water yeah no no at a restaurant once they said we don't do that <laughs> that, that was what they said <laughs> we don't do that okay. yeah but but that that's a little negative sure right but what i really enjoy is that I have the time to, you know, sit down with my friends. And then when I want the waiter, I put my hand up. I say, hey, or waitress, I say, hey, um, I like your attention. Right. They come over. What can I get you? Like, I like to have a beer because you always drink a beer with your dinner or lunch yeah. or fucking breakfast sometimes, you know? Right. It's, it's you know, it's Germany. They like their beer. Yeah, Germans, uh, like, we're, all allowed, we're also allowed to drink beer in public here, which you can't do in the U.S. So, oh, yeah. So uh, what a normal thing is, even when you're just walking from A to B is you get like what we call a Fusspils, which is like a, a beer to go. Or, a foot beer. Yeah. If you're just walking to your friend's house, you turn to your to your girlfriend and you're like, hey, should we get a Fusspils? And then you grab a beer and you drink Always. it on the way to your friend's house. I like, mean, if you're going to be sitting right. on It makes subway. it sound like alcoholics, but it, the beers are just, they're just so readily available. And cheap. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is getting a six pack here is uh, rare. Usually yeah. you have a, a wall of single beers because everybody's or grabbing just one or two beers. Right, you know, right, right. You know, the beers also bigger. You know, they're 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 not point three; they're point five. Point five. Uh, was... And the six packs come in point three, and they cost like six euros. Where yeah. I can get three six point fives for six euros. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. When I visit the states, the beers there look tiny compared to the beers. Right. They're always point threes. Yeah. The point three threes. Yeah. yeah. They're always tiny. I was always they disappointed. Are. Anyways. Yeah. At the restaurant. Anyways, so at, at, at the restaurant, you know, you know, they come over, you get your beer, whatever you want to drink. And then they bring it over in five minutes, 10 minutes, mm. you know, usually around then. 
And then you know, you sit down, you schmooze a bit, you hang out with your friends because you're at the dinner. You know what you want to hang right. out. Germans and I think Europeans in general consider a lunch or a dinner or something as like a social event. It's an like, experience. Yeah, yeah. The food is kind of a secondary thing. You're there to hang out. You're not worried about when's the food coming. Right. You know. Yeah. You're not there to eat. You're there to hang out. Right. And there happens to be food right. there. Yeah. And the states, you know, I mean, I worked in the states. I understand it. You know, we're paid on tips. So I want my table to come in and get out as quick as possible. You got to turn them over. Yeah, you have as to. Quickly as possible. And I get it. It's it's nothing. Against, it's it's nothing against you know any waiter waitress who works in the states. It's more against the system that I'm talking about. And you know, we'll have dinner for what you can you can sit up for dinner for four hours, five hours if you want, and not order a single thing after you're done eating. Yeah, because in Germany, the waiter will never come over never. to bring you the bill. Never. You never. specifically have to ask for it. You can sit there for hours and they will never ask you to leave and they will never bring you the bill until you ask for it. And that's and the I, hugest difference between the U.S. and And Germany. I found it so bizarre, you know, when you sit down, you're done eating, you know, you don't want anything else. And you just sit and talk. And the waiter comes around, you see him, you know, walking, you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe one another beer right now. Right. And you get another beer. Yeah. And you just hang out. And <laughs> you I own that table, basically. You own, the table is yours right. until you leave because right. they're getting paid a wage. And you're a customer and you're there to, to chill. And I found it funny, you know, um, my parents come to visit. My mom is like, oh, where's the waiter? You know, like, I'm hungry, right. you know. How, when are we going to pay? I'm like, mom, relax. We're in Europe. <laughs> she, she thinks that like, the waiter's forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But for they us, forget my food. Like, they, for, didn't, they didn't forget. The food will come out when it's come, when, it, when it's ready. They don't want to interrupt. It. They don't want to be rude, you know. And yeah. the weird, for me, like, I used to be used to how it is in the U.S., but now when I visit the U.S. for Christmas or oh, whatever, yeah. um, and I'm in, a, I'm in a restaurant, we've barely finished eating, and suddenly they bring you the bill and basically give you the get the fuck out of here kind of look. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, I, I was trained to... Um, so I serve the food, right? And you go back, and then you look at the table after one bite, then you go and check, and you say, how was your food? Right. Is everything or okay? How is your, is everything right. okay? Exactly. Yeah. Everything Okay. And then you have food in your mouth. Everything <laughs> don't You know? It's, and honestly, it's super frustrating. And I didn't realize it was frustrating until I moved away. When I came here, I was like, I have my food. And if it's not okay, I'll tell them. Yeah, that, I don't need you to tell. I don't need you to ask me. In Germany, they will not pop back every okay. 10 minutes and ask you. You know, in any business, any business in the world, the assumption should be your product is good. Right. If it's not good. I'll tell you, because the, the waiters are there to, the waiters and waitresses are there to be waiters and waitresses. They give us our food. Mm. That's their job. And they're, you know, they're good at it. They're fine at it. But the, Just, di the difference is because in the U.S., they're living off the tips. Whereas in Germany, exactly. their standard wage is so good. And then that's another actually culture shock we should mention is in Germany, for about like 20, 20 euro, you'll tip about a euro. Like yeah. you, you'll round up. You like, round up. So like if, if the I, tips are really small here, and, and and that's not a bad tip. That is a standard tip, and they will yeah. actually thank you. That they will be excited for that tip because in Germany, their their hourly wage is very good, and they don't need your tips. And you know, if if I have like exceptional service in terms of you know, I ordered a beer I was there in a minute, mm. and my my bill was. Let's say 20 euros. I'll give them 23, 24. Sure. sure. Yeah. But usually, you know, if your bill is, you know, 18, 20, you give 20. You're right. Like, yeah. You just round yeah. up. If yeah. it's 19, 20, you give 20. Right. You just yeah. round up. It's, it's what it is because yeah. they all get paid. In Berlin, if you were to tip 
the standard 15% American tip, they will look at you very surprised and will be like, oh, thank you. Very, <laughs> like, And also it reveals yourself as very much uh, an American. As because, an American. Because they, they, they know, I, I've had times where I, I put, like, I tipped them the 15% and they, they they just gave me the change back and they said, oh, yeah, no, 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 you gave too much. Like, they didn't even, they but, didn't even know it was a tip. But, but, yeah. but, 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 if you give, if your bill's like 15 and you don't want to leave, you know, a five-year-old tip and give them a 20 mm. and you say, like, thank you, like, Dankeschön, that's an assumption that that's good. Right. Well, that that's another tipping difference is because in the if US, you say Dankeschön, right, and you give them twenty, it's like then they they're assume yeah. that that five euro tip is yours. And right. so sometimes you want to be like, you just give it to them and you wait for them to give it back to you, mm. and then you t- you give your tip and then you say Dankeschön because yeah. you you know you don't get scared anymore. I mean, it's happened a few times to me. I'm like, yeah, right. whatever, it's fine. Like they were they're they're you know they were they were good at their job, mm. but like sometimes you can get a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the procedure is way different because in the U.S. You place your tip on the table and you walk away. Whereas yeah. in Germany, say your total is fifteen euro, and you give him a twenty euro bill, yeah. you just you hand it to him and you just say seventeen. Yes, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what that means is you want to pay seventeen, meaning you're tipping him two euro, and you want three and, back, and you want three back. Yeah, you you do not leave money on the table. That is not done in germany i'm not sure about the rest of europe i also i think you also hand no, it. I, I think it's pretty similar to us. i mean at least yeah, yeah. when i've been anywhere uh i've done the same thing and no right. one's ever called me and with, my, with my girlfriend my girlfriend once i left on the table and she got she got worried because oh somebody's gonna take it but in the u.s it's so like in the u.s you'll leave 15 maybe 20 dollars on the and table those little black those little black yeah. uh and just folios. assuming nobody's gonna take it yeah yeah uh, but, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it, but also like you know uh when you go to a bar it's it's also it's also very different. Oh yeah, you know when, when you know when when you go to a bar here, you um, not in every bar, but in a lot of bars, you go up front and you say, "I want three beers for me, my two friends, whatever." Sure. And they give you three beers, and you go back to your table, and you don't pay anything. Yeah, and it, and it's you know, you, you, and it's not a tab. So people don't. It's not a tab. You yeah. haven't you haven't given them a credit card. You haven't given them an ID. Right. It is purely an honor system thing that when you finish drinking, you're going to come back and tell them, oh, by the and they've forgotten about you. You're going to tell them, hey, I ordered eight beers. But they're they're German. It's written down somewhere behind the bar. What table you're sitting at, who you are, But it's nice. But it's honor system that you're going to return and tell them, hey, I have these beers to pay for and you're Mm going to give them money. They have not taken a credit card. They have not taken an ID, which is right. absolutely st- like in the U.S. They would not let you walk away with beer without, without getting. Without. I had one local bar in the states that let me do that. I walk in yeah. and get my beer, and I pay at the end. It was cool, but it was novelty. We're here; it's it's more than norm, especially because the the bar culture here is this. It's just it's just different. The bars here are much more like it's like walking into your grandmother's living room, true from the nineteen seventies, true, but like really. I don't know, like dark, smoky, beautiful, nice lighting, not too bright. There's no, you know, um, it's very casual. What, what were those things called in the states? What they're called? The um, the jukeboxes where you put the money in, you play your song. There's none of that jukebox. Yeah, I guess the jukebox. <laughs> you, just ask, right. you just asked me what a jukebox was called. I, I jukebox. There's no jukeboxes. You know, they 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 play their usually techno music or whatever, and it's very relaxed type of environment. And people aren't dancing and singing together at, at like these local small bars. You know, they fit maybe 20, 30 people. Right. They're more quiet. You're, you're, you're talking, having you're conversations there with your to, friends. Yeah. You know, nobody's really rowdy, you know. You're there to hang out with your friends and have a few drinks. 
The and, owners are in their 70s. They're, they're very much act like your grandparents, you know. They're asking, oh, are you okay? Do you anything else? Yeah, they're very and they're kind. they're super yeah, nice. Super sweet, yeah. Like, really sweet. I, there's some yeah. bar, like, down the street from me, you know, this bar that I always go to. He's so, so nice. And, like, I walk in. Alex is like, going. Great. How are you? Beer and wine for you and, you and your girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, of course, you know. And uh, it's lovely. And, yeah, like you said, you don't have to give a credit card. I mean, well... It's That's another topic. Credit cards and are not really uh, in Germany accepted in Germany. Uh, they're not rarely. Prevalent. They're very much. It's very much a cash system here. But that's a, that's a whole other story. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer it, but we'll talk about that. I think another time. Mm. Um, but I, th- I think the honor system. Is, the honor system is it's it's nice. You know, you um, there's this mutual trust. It's it's more of a sense of community. I feel. Yeah. I wonder if I can think of any other. But th- there are a lot of examples in Germany where things truly are on the um on the honor i mean the subway system subway system i mean you buy a ticket there is no there's um no machine to check your ticket before you get on you walk on whether or not you have a ticket you ride you get off i mean in in new york for example you buy your ticket you have to go through a um a turnstile a turnstile or in most european cities actually is like that even but here you you uh yeah you buy your monthly ticket let's say or any ticket and you just put in your pot you stamp it for the date and the time you put in your pocket Take and you ride. ride. Sometimes people come around to check your ticket. Yeah. Sometimes they yeah. don't. About once a month, you'll have uh, about once somebody dressed in civilian clothes who uh, says tickets, please, and comes on and checks your tickets. But generally, if if you really wanted to, you could ride for free. Or they call it what? You call you a Schwarzfahrer, which yeah, means a like black a, a dra- black driver, a black, black rider. rider. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's also another example of uh, the honor system. Yeah. And and I, and I think is like people don't try to cheat that system. No, like they don't. Anytime one of these ticket checkers come on, ninety nine percent of the, it's it's crazy in these these huge uh, wagons, yeah. you know, train wagons. You have two hundred people. Ninety nine percent have yeah. a ticket. And sometimes I've heard people, you know, that they get off and they're like, "Oh, I I was in the wrong zone, or I forgot to stamp my ticket." You know, it's not because they tried to drive or ride black. Right. It's because they, they forgot to do something because it's easy to forget, especially the tourists, you know. Sure. You, you have to buy the ticket and then you have to stamp it. And the stamping part is often forgotten. Right. They don't know. They have to validate. Because it's, it's not very clear. It's you a have confusion to do that. thing. It, it's a bit. Yeah. And I've very rarely seen people be like, I just don't have a ticket. Yeah. And I, th- I, th- I don't know. I think that's, I think that's more of a... Um, but that's a cultural very, that's thing. It's Germ- lovely. That's also like what we should talk about. Very different from the U.S. is that Germans are very much about blindly following the rules. Yeah, and a, and very much about well, if you're breaking the rules, telling you that you're breaking the rules, even though it has nothing to do with them. I've had times. Oh yeah, I've had times where old <laughs> German women have told me, uh, you know, like so. so if, if you're in the uh, any subway platform in in Berlin, sure. there's. Um, from the edge of the platform where you could fall off onto the train tracks, there's like a one foot, two foot exclusion zone that you're supposed to stay away from because, you know, it's it's painted white, you know, that, that it's supposed to be the danger zone because you could fall off. And someone... Yeah, I, I, twice. Talk to twice I've had old women. No. If I was standing over that exclusion zone, old German women tell, what, what are you doing? You can't stand behind the line. Or uh, if you put your feet up on a seat, an old German woman will gladly tell you that well, you're doing I mean, something wrong. Don't be a dick. Don't put your feet up on yeah, a seat. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying I did it on purpose or that I was sober <laughs> when I did it. Uh, but 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 Germans are very like they're very much about following the rules. Yeah, and telling you that you are breaking the rules, even though. 
you are not interfering with their life or what they're doing in any way, shape, or form. I a huge thing that I know you know about is Germans will not cross the street if the walking signal is red. That's Re- true. Regardless, if there's a car not coming in either direction for miles, late at night, two a.m., they will not cross that street. I still cross the street. Yeah, and if if you do. They will give you a dirty look, say something to you. Uh, this is a classic situation. I have to. I have to say, there. This happens all the time. There was a, a woman with her, I think, eight-year-old child on the other side of the street, crossing towards me. I'm cro- There's nobody coming for miles. I'm late. I'm walking. I don't care. I walk. Oh, you I, see, I disagree with you there. Well, yeah. I, if I, there's a kid, I never cross on red. I mean, I'm also a kindergarten teacher, but if there's a kid on the street. And yeah. they're gonna cross. I never cross. I know. I've, I've, heard, I, I've heard that. But, but again, that's the thing. That's the, I, I'm late. I'm an adult. <laughs> there's nobody coming. I, I can safely cross. I cross. The this little this little girl in German asks, "Oh, well, wh- wh- why are we standing here? Why why does he get to cross? Because he's an asshole." And and looking me dead in my eyes, this woman says, "Yeah, because he's an idiot." Mm. Nice. Looking me straight in the eye. And not gonna lie, to you. I'm not. I'm not on your side in this one. I agree with that I, woman. But it, that was unnecessary. Man. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, I won't cross the street. If there's, if there's a kid there, I'm not gonna cross the street. You want to set a good example? We live in a society. I get that, but but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm telling you, nightly, I see people standing waiting to cross streets with no children. One a.m. No cars coming. They will stand there and they will wait for it to go green and you know i'm not i'm not uh no not you're you're, ab- you're absolutely correct all right but but jeff we're getting off topic yeah the bar honor system is is, is a thing and 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 you know the the, the bar culture generally it's just it's just it's just different bar it, culture it is it is yeah you, you you know the bars you meet up there almost on the weekday weekend whatever you meet up there that's where you chill hey guys let's meet up at a bar somewhere and that's what we do and i, I did in the states as well of course but it's a very different feeling at a bar. It's not like this event. It's more of like you're sitting on a, literally an old couch and you're drinking cheap beer because you get a beer here for what? Three euros. Yeah, sometimes less. Sometimes four, two, 280, you know. Four is expensive. Right, yeah. yeah. And again, we're talking about a beer that is about like 30% bigger than your standard American beer, you know, right, for about right. $3. Yeah. And it's just more of just like a time to just relax, listen to nice music and just chill. And... um you know, you're not you're not there to get fucked up. You're there just Yeah, to hang out, have three or four beers, you know, just like relax. Which yeah. I guess maybe sounds like a lot. I don't know to some people, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh for us, we're used to it. But um and you know what's an, what's an, another bizarre thing about Germans? What's that? If 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 you're at the bar with your friends and it's your birthday, tradition says you have to buy your friends beers for your birthday oh true that makes no fucking sense i to literally me. forgot we we're talking about culture shock so yeah. yeah that's true that was a culture shock um yeah i had a birthday here my girlfriend's like oh yeah you have to buy everyone uh dinner and drinks i'm like no ho- hold on it's my birthday it's my birthday yeah. everyone should buy me dinner and drinks yeah and it's not even just at bars if you're in an office working in an office sure. and it's your birthday oh you yeah, have true. to bring the cake for everybody to eat, you're bringing the cake. The, your the, the coworkers and the people who are at your company are not giving you a cake. You have to bring your own cake, your yep, own cookies. Yep, yep. That is bullshit. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't do it. 
That, that is one German tradition I, know, I, I do not agree with at all. I, I kind of feel like a dickhead. Um, it's my your work, birthday. A lot of people are like, hey, guys, it's my birthday. I brought some, you know, some sweets or some some cake or whatever. And on my birthday, I just, to be honest, as long as I don't want to, because I know it's what they do in Germany, I just forget. It's just, it's, it's just not how I because grew up. Because why would you? It's, it's, it's not um, instinct. Yeah. It, it's just not in your DNA, you're not thinking about, oh, it's my birthday. I should go out, spend some money. I mean, we all know, you know, we all know those people who are like, it's my birthday week. It's my birthday. It's my birthday year. You know, we have, I know. and like, sorry, I'm kind of like a, a seven year old for my birthday. I love my birthday. You know, I love my birthday. You love I birthdays. love my birthday. And I guess we were pumped about it, but I'm the opposite. I don't think I ab- don't tell people about my birthday. You know, I don't tell what is your birthday. I don't know your birthday. Yeah, exactly. Oh. See, I don't tell people my birthday. I don't celebrate my birthday. There's no party. Oh. There's no See, I'm Facebook very American. announcement. There's no nothing. I'm very American that way. I love my birthday. I love when people come over. I love when they celebrate me. Maybe I'm a bit of a um, maybe a bit self-centered. I don't know, but I love right. a my birthday. Attention whore kind of a thing. Maybe a bit. Yeah. But yeah, that's also the thing. Yeah, you, you you know if you if you work somewhere, you have to buy the the sweets for everybody, and you know that's not really. Um, that's not my jam. I want people to bring me cake. Even though I don't even like cake, but like, I want you to bring me cake. <laughs> and when you're buying that cake at the grocery store, like, I think that's something we have to talk about. Is If you're at the grocery store, I think in general a German grocery store is the same as an American grocery store. There's aisles and there's, you know, whatever. But, but like but when you four in, times smaller. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Way, not even four, like. 10 times smaller. Yeah, imagine you're, you're uh, what's like, for me in the West Coast, we have um, Safe, what's your chain? I've got Safeways, I've got Pavilions. Uh, we have uh, Stop and Shop. Stop and Shop, okay. Dave's. Dave's, okay. I don't, I don't know if that's a chain or not. Never <laughs> been there, but imagine that. They're huge. A quarter of the size, that would be big for I, an, for a German uh, What my girlfriend store. always says, think of the bread aisle in the States. And right. that is the whole grocery store of Germany. Right. And the, the, the 200 is, foot bread aisle. Yeah. I mean, they, they have giant grocery stores in Germany. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they exist. Especially but the in smaller villages. Ones. Like in yeah. small villages, they have big ones. But um, in, in in the city, especially, <clears throat> they have these really small grocery stores. And you get everything you need. And so you to find everything. But there's, there's not little, like. If you less buy, variety. A little if, less. Yeah, less variety. If you're trying to get, you know, bread, there's what? Two. Three options, right? In the states, there'll be fifty. But honestly, but they're all the same. I, I like less options. Like when there's, I want to get and get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. When there's two hundred different kinds of breads, I'm sitting there for ten minutes trying to figure out what's the best bread for me, and I don't want it. I want it like show me the white, show me the wheat. Done. Like yeah. two two things. I, yeah, I choose the one I want. And I'm out of there. I, I you know I like choice in things, but when it comes Not to buying food, I hate grocery shopping. I want to get in, and I want to get out. Also, funny thing. Um, when I was in the States, when I lived there, so last time I lived there was in 2013. Right. Um, self-checkout was the norm, you know? Oh, yeah. Every shop, half of their aisles, they turned into self-checkout, right? right? Yeah. And the grocery store down the street from me, you know, like a little bit down there, they just opened a self-checkout. Right. It's a new thing in Germany. It's new. And when I, when I went there, when it first opened... Everyone's waiting in line. Nobody would use it. Yeah, no yeah. one used it. I walk in, I get out. It's super simple because I want to spend as little time as possible grocery shopping. I want to come home and I want to stuff my face with food. Exactly. And um, I, don't, I find it so funny. No one's there. Self checkout. It's easy. It's quick. You're in and you're out. So simple. And 
Germans don't like talking to people. I, mean, so, I know I don't. So, so it makes sense that they would use a self checkout. I don't want to talk to the grocery store. You know, like in a stage, how's your day? Whatever. Like you don't care. Yeah. I know you don't care. Just bag it, buddy. Job. Here's your money. Let's yeah. get out of here. Yeah. But also bagging, like when you are a normal checkout, like most grocery oh, stores. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Oh my god, my first, my I remember my first time. It's <laughs> it's like popping your uh, popping your grocery store cherry. Right. right. Is the first time you go grocery shopping here. Was I was um, yeah. So my my friend was at work. I went grocery shopping, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it's a grocery store. It's the States, right? They're all the same. It's a grocery store. Mm. And I get my groceries. They're bagging them, and I didn't realize, though they're they're scanning them, and I didn't realize there's no one there to bag them. So like, okay, I can bag myself. So I'm like, I want to bag myself. Taking like, your time. I, 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 don't, I don't have a bag. Oh, to buy a bag. Okay, well, I'll buy a bag. Here, yeah. here's a bag. Because while bags she's are not scanning, given to you. They're not given Germany, to you. No. So while she's scanning them, I like buy this bag, please. So I bought the bag, about twenty five cents, I think, ten cents. I don't know what it was. So while she's scanning, I'm trying to bag them as quick as possible. So you know you have to pay. I go shit. So I get my wallet out. So I'm trying to pay my wallet with my with my credit card, and there's still food on the thing. So I'm trying to bag it, pay at the same time. The person behind me is already they're scanning their groceries. Right. So I'm trying to like figure this all out at the Everyone same time. Everyone in line is freaking Ooh. out because you're taking too long. Well, people don't realize in the states, the space behind. The cash, the cashier's desk, where you where you can store your items that she's just uh, checked, yeah, is huge. Huge in, in Germany, you have about two feet because they want if that yeah they like as she's scanning them, you're supposed to be putting them in your bag, and by the moment she's done scanning your items, they should all be in your bag, or else everybody in line will go. <sighs> Yeah. And freak the fuck out <laughs> because you're supposed to you're supposed to do this in the quickest possible time. Quick. So my system is as I put my my groceries on the um, the conveyor belt, I get my wallet out, I get my credit card out, and I hold it there in my hand. And bags are already out too. Bags are already out. Usually I have my, now I have my backpack with me. Right. Put everything in. And so backpack is off. It's unzipped. Backpack's off. It's unzipped. It's right. ready to go. My right. backpack is is ready. Right. And and this she, is before she scanned a single item. Right. It's already in her hand. It's but ready to go. As the I put the when I put the groceries onto the um, conveyor belt, I put them in a certain order. So you know, I put my milk first. Yeah. Heavy items first. Heavy items. My cheese. Don't want to crush milk. your tomatoes. Exactly. And everything else is laid at the end. And so as she's scanning them, I'm hawking my bag like. Like I'm, I'm Tom Brady. Yeah. I, I wish you could see us because we can't explain the speed that you have to do this. Oh, or, it's or else everyone will freak the fuck out. And then she's like, "All right, it's twenty or he, it's twenty five euros." I'm like, "Cool." I have my card in there. As my card's processing, I'm packing my bag exactly. some more. Yeah, my card's done. Put my pin. Pack my bag some more between that processing time. And then by the time she's done or he's done, I take my your receipt. I say, "Yeah, sure or no." And then I have about like two items left, throw them in, and I'm out of there. It's quick. It's right. a science. It's yeah. literally down to a science. Yeah. It is, it's like the NASCAR pits, the changing the wheels. It is. It like is. That. It's exactly yeah. like that. And the thing is, if you're not out of there in time, the cashier will passive aggressively push all of your items to the very edge of the table. <laughs> yeah. Just like the signal of like, you're taking too long. But to be honest, I appreciate it. Because it, they know it gets you out of that. That line moves, man. It that, moves. that line moves twice as fast, three and times as fast as the American. I want to get out of there as quick as possible. Yeah, and it's kind of like they know that, you know. For like thirty seconds, <laughs> it is kind of like stressful for no reason. But 
but then you're but the line moves so fast you're kind of thankful at the end because yeah. like, like oh okay that I, I get it now like yeah that took that took two minutes cool right. i'm yeah. done yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of time, like because in, in the sta- oh sorry in the states everything's been scanned yeah they haven't started bagging shit yeah they're slowly taking out their checkbook their credit card they're chatting with the person coupons by the time they've yeah coupons <laughs> by, by the time they've paid for their items nothing's been bagged and oh take my time it's like a five minute process for every for every nice. person it's Which, no stress it's, it's kind of nice but that line is long and you want to be home man, eating that nachos let me tell you uh the first time i had a perfect my my science system when i had a perfect right i felt like top of the world yeah <laughs> I, feel like I, I feel like i just climbed everest yeah i, like, I did it i yeah. was quick the person behind me has not given me a single huff or puff right i did it right you finished just as they're walking up to replace oh, you in, yeah. in this spot and you're like yes yes i am the yeah. man i did it what's up germany i'm one of you now and that's it <laughs> But like, the problem is, you know, you see a lot of people, they'll stare. <laughs> Sorry. They'll stare at you. There's, there's, no, there's no good transition from <laughs> grocery shopping to staring. I had one of it there. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, can we do it again? You know. Sorry. Because you know, <laughs> as you're, if you're slow, if you're slow and you're bagging. Oh, okay. The Germans will stare at you. So like sometimes when you're going slow, the um. The people behind you will, will you know, they'll, they'll give you that that oh that German German stare. German stare. You know mind, what I'm saying? Don't mind letting you know exactly how they feel. Oh, yeah. There's no there's no like but uh, no words. No no no. But they will stare into your soul, telling you we do not agree. They're poets yeah. with their eyes. Oh yeah, and they stare and like I don't. I think this is a German thing. I think yeah. There's 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 no personal space in terms of, like in the states. They tend to kind of look away. It's more of past. They'll they'll, yeah. talk, they'll talk about you behind sure. your back. Sure. They, they they try not to get involved. But in Germany, it's like if I don't like what's happening, I'm just gonna stare at you. There's this thing where I never realized it was a thing until I moved here. Like when I talk to somebody. We talk, we look at each other's eyes. Right. And as I'm talking, I look away, like I'm doing right now. You know, I look away, look back at your eyes again, and that's it. Right. But when I first met my German friends, not all German friends, like I don't want to stereotype here. No, no, but I'd say most, yeah. Yeah. Um, they really look into your eyes when they talk. And it's, it's nice, it's endearing. And they don't break away. But they don't break away. I, I think and for me, the first time, it was very intimidating. Like, sure. I would talk to somebody, and I'm, I'm speaking my part, they speak their part, and then they're done, and they just look at me. With silence. With silence. Just like, like we had then, waiting, yeah. waiting for your response. Exactly. Staring into your soul. Yeah. And, and you're kind of taken aback because- A it, bit, a bit. It, it's, I, I think, it's a bit, yeah. I think people don't realize, but I mean, a lot, I mean, I'm not going to say just Americans, but people in general, when you're talking with somebody, half the time or more, they're not actually looking at you. They're looking off into the corner. Looking I never the, realized that. that. Yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't, cause you don't think about it. But Germans, they, they truly, for most of the time- connect with your eyes and you don't even know why you're being creeped out until you realize like oh this guy is like not broken away from eye contact but the thing is like after you know after living here for a while it's not creepy it's, no. it's not doing that it's just you know it's their way of showing they're engaging with you in a conversation and I love that right it'd be rude not to look straight at you almost yeah because yeah. when you have a conversation with somebody you should be looking into each other's eyes because yeah. you're talking to each other right it makes sense and also what I realized you know in a conversation when I was with a bunch of Germans you know, they wait for the other person to finish their sentence 
before they start talking. True. Like we've inter- we've interrupted each other a few times on this right. podcast. Right. We're, we're pretty rude. Yeah. And yeah, like, we are pretty rude. And a, a lot of like, of course, people do that as well. But like, usually they wait until you're done talking, and then they speak their part. Right. They want to hear what you're saying. As opposed to saying like, as opposed to waiting for you to finish Mm. so they can make their part of the story. And I find that so lovely. Like I really, really enjoy it. And it's hard to do. It is. Yeah. Because, because you're, you're impulsive. You really have something like a, like a nugget of something to say. You want to just get it out there and you're like, yeah, you're just like, yeah, yeah, great. And then you, you know, you want to say what you want to say. Right. But, um, sometimes what you want to say isn't pertinent to the conversation. I know. That's true. But like, I feel like, I know. I feel like a lot of Americans, or at least myself as well, often, I'm just, sometimes you'll ignore what the person is saying because you want to get in your word. Where Germans don't do that. They'll literally, they'll wait and they'll sit and they'll listen to you and they'll really want to hear what you want to say and then they'll give your, they'll give their opinion on what you're saying as opposed to waiting, they're actively listening. Right. And I find that lovely. It, 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 it it like you don't realize how lovely it is until somebody actually does it. Somebody actually listens to what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. Takes a healthy pause and then responds to what you're saying. Doesn't say something new. Responds. Responds. I guess that's the bottom line right there, isn't it? Is is, is yeah. That's it's a response. Right. It's not just um, they want to hear more. Let me tell you my story, and then next person tells their story. It's yeah, not, yeah, it's not it's that. Like, it's like oh yeah, great, great, great. Okay, great. but anyways. But let me, let me, let me yeah. to my story. Yeah. It's. You tell your story and then they ask you questions about your story, you know, and I don't know. I, I, I find that super lovely and I feel like I have a really fantastic conversations with many German people because of this. And I think actually it has to do with the German language because in the German language, if you have two verbs, the second verb comes at the end of the sentence. End of the sentence. So, so you can't interrupt somebody because you have no idea what they're saying. where their sentence is going until the last verb comes in. Right. Yeah. An example is um, what if, if you say like in English, say, I, I wanted to run today to the theater, but in German it would be, I wanted to the theater to run. Right. So, so, so really you have to wait. You have to wait. You have no idea what they're talking about. till the very end, and, if it's, and you could be a much longer sentence than that. You have yeah, to wait. Of course. And, and then it comes and you go, Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plus Germans. That's another kind of a difference between Americans. And Germans. Germans are very direct. Yeah. And they consider w- weird things to be weirdly private. I, I, I had a thing where uh, I worked in an, um, at an office, uh, maybe two or three years after I, I moved here. And I didn't realize they didn't really do the how are you? I, I walk in the mm-hmm. office to my yeah. boss and be like, How are you? And he was confused by the question and he would just say, Thank you. Yeah. To how are you? Yeah, yeah, sure. Be, and eventually Because when you ask how are you, if Germans ask how are you, usually they want to actually know right. how you are. And a German will say, Do you actually want to know how I am? Or are you just saying that to be polite? Like right. like in America, how are you is hello. Basically, hey, yeah. hey, how's it going, man? Like, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm, what's up? Yeah, you're I'm not, good. You're not waiting for you're not <laughs> waiting for a response, right? But in Germany, they'll actually be like, "Actually, I'm awful. I just got a divorce yesterday." And you know, you know, like. But honestly, like, I, I like that. Right. It's very, it, very direct. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's direct. They don't, they don't fluff but, around. Yeah, they don't fluff around. It's direct, and they 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 they, they, they want to know who like how you are as you know how you are as a person. Sure. And I think that's really lovely. And that's also another difference. Good question. A good thing that you just that you just made me think of. Say if you're at a party or at a bar or something, you just met somebody. In America, 
within the first 30 seconds, they're going to ask you, what do you do for your job? That's a very what important do you do? thing. What do you do? That's what, who you are. And, and, what you, and then what do you do for jobs? What do you do? Right. And what do you do means is implied your, your job. job. Yeah. But that's not a thing. This is what you're getting at here is what do you like? What do you do here? Doesn't necessarily mean doesn't refer do to your, your job. job hobbies what are you into right who are you as a person right like like here you could talk to someone for an hour and have no idea what they do as a job which is strange in the u.s because it's one of the first things that comes up it's like your job defines you in the u.s yeah whereas here they're like no no no, i didn't ask you what your job was like who are you like what do you like to do yeah yeah absolutely and um i think that's really lovely they they want to know you know who as a person as opposed to you know someone asks you what do you do you know i'll talk about you know i'll say like Oh, like I'm a kindergarten teacher, but you know, I'm also in photography. I'm doing a podcast. You know, people want to know actually what you do sure. as a human. Right. Because say, say, say you're an accountant. Sure. That doesn't mean who you are. No, absolutely not. On the weekends, you like to ride horses. You like to yeah. re- read some mystery novels. And like it's lovely. It, it doesn't def- like your job doesn't define you as a person, you know, but in the U S uh, it's it, it it kind of does I, I don't know that I think it's, it's a feeling difference. at least yeah. at least the feeling that I get right like we, we talked about this before you know house parties like they're still a thing here of course they're great house parties and, sure and, yeah. and, and um you know when you go to house party you don't know anybody which happens a lot you know in our situation when you first move to new country right. you meet your girlfriend's friends you meet friends of friends oh, colleagues sure. whatever yeah. it is uh, you get to know people, you know, you know, when they ask what do you do, you know, you get to know what are hobbies, what are they doing? And I, I think it's lovely as opposed to, you know, what is your job? Right. And, that, that usually comes in later in the conversation. Like, right. oh, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm an accountant or I'm a filmmaker right. or I, I do this or that, you know. Because it is, also, it is also a very creative city. Mm. You know, people, um, yeah, it's full of, um, you know, uh, like freelance musicians, artists, um, painters, photographers, uh, videographers, whatever. Sure. And so people have really interesting stories of how they got here, what they're doing, and you know, what kind of projects they're working on. Yeah, and I, you know, I find, I find that lovely. You know, it's not you know, it's not just about what you do as a job. It's about what you do as a human. Yeah. Well, because some people, uh, their hobby is also their job. But for some people, sure. their job just pays for their hobby. You know what I mean? Also, they have a day job. They're working at a cafe. But uh, in they're in the on the weekends they're a photographer, you know. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. Off shooting Absolutely. landscapes or you know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You you used to meet very interesting people living in the city. But Jeff, I think we should talk yes, about our whiskey. Oh, I, I, you know, it, it's been some time. It's been about forty minutes. I don't know how it's been. But yeah, we were drinking the Glen Levitt, I believe. The Glen Levitt. Well, what was the exact uh, Glen Levitt we were drinking? I can't remember because I bought this one a month ago. Yeah, but you said something about the what was it, the Masters it's, Reserved or what did you call it? Yeah, something like something like the like the 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 Masters, the Brewers Reserve or something like that. It's it's not aged. It won't it won't tell you the age. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really good. I know I dig it. I thought it, in, it's in, it's not super smoky. It's not as far it's as not. scotch goes. It's not super smoky. No, do, do you know not. what's the cost of this Glenlivet in uh, in Berlin? This cost me <laughs> on Amazon uh, twenty four euros. Now what's funny is they drop it off and they don't actually double check your uh, your age, do they? Oh no, no no they don't. Like I tried getting my dad actually. Um, Wait, twenty one euros for this Glenlivet? Is something like that? Twenty four. I'm gonna look right now to be honest. Uh, like I, I, I try to get my dad some whiskey to deliver to the states, and my, and my American 
um, Amazon, hmm. but they're like, no, you, you, you can't do that in the States. You can get wine, sometimes delivered. But here you can get whatever we want delivered. So what I had is the, here it is, the Glen Levitt Founders Reserve Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Oh, Founders Reserve. Nice. Yes. And it cost me 28 euros. That's not bad. Actually, you know what? It was a bit cheaper. It was Prime Day. I bought it on. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So there's no age on it. For some reason, they don't tell you the age. But it is the Single Malt Founders Reserve. Scotch whiskey, mm. by Glen Levitt. Well, if you like a scotch with a mild smokiness, mild, and it's, it's uh, almost more like a like an Irish whiskey, to be honest. It's got a it's got a subtle hint of it at the end of the yeah. smokiness, but yeah, it, it goes down pretty smooth for a scotch, mm-hmm. um, and for the price, not too shabby. No, uh, I would I would recommend that as a uh, beginner's scotch and then work your way up. You're right. You know? It would it, it, be a good beginner scotch. But I would also say it's one of my favorite scotches in terms of when I'm, you know, if you have people over and want to hang out, have a scotch. Right. And you're not I know spending this, too much money. So. Right. And I know people uh, will, will like this one more than I if I buy something, you know, super smoky. Right. Or super intense. Um, There's some scotch that like tastes like you're literally putting like an ashtray in your mouth or so sure. smoky. I mean, and, and, you know, it, you got to... Uh, you can take what a sip every, you know, right? Ten and they minutes. smack you in the face. Yeah. Like th- this is a good one. You can you can really you know sip on, you know, and drink and you yeah. know, and again, like we have tonight. You know, <laughs> I'm not a big Scotch guy. I like this Scotch. So if if you're if you're not big on Scotch or trying to enter into the Scotch universe, I would I think say it's perfect. Get this Glen Levitt uh, Founders Reserve. Founders Reserve for Single only twenty uh, ish euro on Amazon. Not too bad. That's what for point seven. For 0.7. Yeah. Okay. So almost a liter of Glen Levitt. Not too bad. And Amazon. Let's see. Oh, it's got. A, oh, it's got a whole description here. Let's see. The reviews are very good. Presentation. 4.4 flavor 4.3 giftable Gi- giftable is it giftable it's it's, it's a 4.2 well, giftable a presentation of 4.4 it's got to be pretty giftable it's 4.2 giftable oh yeah i know right that's kind of low i know for the presentation 4.4 i was gonna say 4.4 i know but overall customer reviews out of 708 we have 4.5 out of 5 uh, what i will say if you are a hardcore scotch fan you might not like this because mm. it might seem kind of weak. That, that's yeah. why we say this is good sure. for a beginner. Um, it, it, it's not the Bud Light of Scotch. No, 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 not at all. But but it, it is like like when I drink a whiskey, I want to taste that whiskey. I don't like a light mm-hmm. whiskey. Um, so for somebody like Scotch, this might not be enough. So sure. if that's you, don't get this. But if you're a beginner, somebody who's not too much into Scotch, this is the perfect Scotch for you to at least to start. Yeah. Absolutely, and work your way, and out. it always goes well with uh, Berliner Kindle. Berliner Kindle, that's it. And this is the um, uh, the white label. The white label, because they're all white. No, that's not true. What? No, if, if you go to Speti, which is uh, what we call the uh, kind of like Seven Eleven beer, like beer liquor stores, in the uh, convenience shop, uh, a bodega, a bodega in New York. There are actually example. two different kind of Berliner Kindles. There's one with the silver label, actually. Really. Yeah, we're actually drinking the because if you, if you look at the label here, it says the Jubilee Jubilee Laums Jubileum Jubileum Jubileum. This is a special kind of pilsner. This is the only one I've ever drank. I know, but there's a silver one, and the, which is supposed to be like the standard. But the one that everyone drinks is the white one. Get out of here! Yeah, it's true. 
Hmm. I might be completely wrong, but no, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not wrong about there being a silver one. There is a silver one, but for, I remember I I read it once and it was like just this it, the, the by the description it just sounded like the standard pills, oh. uh, Berliner Kindle. So hey, look at that! I learned something today too. All right, cool. There might even be a gold label. Then Jeff, cheers, and uh, we'll see you in episode three. Episode three and episode three we're talking about to be determined. To be determined. Cheers. Cheers.